Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast and I'm your host Farooq. Inshallah today's episode is going to be about the day of judgment, the day of resurrection. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I want to relay to you from Surah Al-Qiyamah which relates this very subject and it's titled The Resurrection or the rising of the dead. This is from the 75th surah of the Quran and it is classified as a Meccan surah. The surah begins with the spiritual resurrection of the soul when it becomes aware of its Lord and the physical resurrection that will take place during the end of the world. So it begins, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, I swear by the day of resurrection. And that is La Uksimu Biyawmil Qiyamah. And then it continues, and I swear by the reproaching soul to the certainty of resurrection. And does man think that we will not assemble his bones? Yes, we are able even to proportion his fingertips. So just imagine each and every one of us have our own unique set of fingertips. Allah is reminding us, having our own unique fingertips for Allah, that is something that is simple for him to do. But man desires to continue in sin, and then he asks, when is the day of resurrection? So when it comes to us, when we least expect it, or we could be doing something like maybe drinking a cup of coffee or serving someone, you could be in the middle of something, you're immediately stopped. So the surah continues, When vision is dazzled and the moons darken and the sun and the moon are joined, man will say on that day, where is the place of escape? Obviously there is no place of escape and there is no refuge on that day. To your Lord that day, is the place of permanence. So man will be informed that day of what he sent ahead and kept back. So rather man against himself will be a witness. So our hands, our feet, our our body parts will talk and be a witness for us. Even if he presents his excuses, everything uh, that we touched, everything that we looked at, everything that we brought forth, will be a witness for us. And then it continues, Move not your tongue with it, O Muhammad to hasten with recitation of the Qur'an. And indeed, upon us is a collection in your heart to make it possible its recitation. So those verses are relaying to Prophet Muhammad So when we have recited it through Gabriel, then follow its recitation. So Allah is reminding of how the revelation is taking place to listen through Angel Gabriel and that way he follows the recitation. Then it's also mentioned that upon us uh, is its clarification to you. Reminded that no, but you love the immediate. So we love the now as in what's going on in this world and leave the hereafter. So we're forgetting about the hereafter and we're focusing more on the dunya which is the world. So it continues, Some faces that day will be radiant, looking at their Lord. 
and some faces that day will be contorted, expecting that there will be done to them something backbreaking, so they are full of fear. No, when the soul has reached the collarbones and it is said, Who will cure me? And the dying one is certain that it is the time of separation. So they know that when the soul is leaving the body and the leg is wound about the leg. And to your Lord, that day will be the procession. It also continues, and the disbeliever had not believed, nor had he prayed. So the disbeliever, he didn't pray, he didn't believe, he just carried on living his life, and he denied, and he instead he denied and turned away. And then he went to his people, swaggering in pride, woe to you, and woe, and then woe to you, and woe. Does man think that he will be left neglected, just like to his own accord and uh, to do what he wishes? Had he not been a sperm from semen emitted, then he was a clinging clot, and Allah created his form and proportioned him. So this is uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminding us that we had just come from a semen, you know, and we then became a clinging clot and different stages of how the fetus is developed. Allah has mentioned in the Quran over 1400 years ago and made him two mates, the male and the female. And is not that the Creator able to give life to the dead? So Allah again is mentioning there, reminding us, just like we were created as a drop of a semen and born into this world by His will, is He not able to give life to the dead? Of course, He's able, he's able to do everything, anything that He wants. Allah can do anything that He wants. And this is a reminder in this surah. So it's very beneficial to read this surah on a daily basis just to give you that understanding that we are all going to be returning to Allah. I wanted to also mention Surah Abasa, which is the 80th chapter of the Quran. And in English that means he frowned. Uh, there are some verses uh, about the day of Qiyamah on this as well which is the Day of Judgment, which I wanted to relay to you, inshallah. Cursed is man, how disbelieving is he? From what substance did he create him? So from what substance did Allah create him? And again he mentions from a sperm drop, he created him and destined for him, then he eased the way for him. So Allah eased the way for us, and then he causes us death, and provides a grave for him. And then when Allah wills, he will resurrect us. Allah also mentions that, look at the food that Allah has provided, then let mankind look at his food. How he poured down the water in torrents, then we broke open the earth, splitting it with sprouts, so the harvest that grows within, and caused to grow within it grain, and grapes and herbage and olive and palm trees and gardens of dense shrubbery and fruits and grass as the enjoyment for you and your grazing livestock. But when there comes to you the deafening blast on the day when a man will flee from his brother 
and his mother and his father. So this is what it's talking about when the horn is sounded, everyone will be running away from each other. If you had a brother, if you had a mother, a father, you'll be running away from them. And his wife and his children. So he will be thinking about himself. For every man that day will be a matter adequate for him. Some faces that day will be bright, laughing, rejoicing at good news, and other faces that day will have upon them dust. Blackness will cover them. And those are the disbelievers, the wicked ones. May Allah save us from that. So here you can read from the different sources in the tafsir. Surah Abasa, including one by Ibn Kathir. And in this hadith it tells us that there is a reward for all those who read the Qur'an, but we must also remember the purpose the Qur'an was revealed for, as mentioned in those verses. And the Qur'an has been sent down as a guidance and to deliver a clear message. And we should set aside some time and read the verses and try to understand the messages, just as we've relayed some of the verses to you today, this podcast. There is also a hadith I wanted to relate to you. So narrated Anas, a man, asked the Prophet ﷺ about the hour, i.e. the day of judgment, saying, When will the hour be? The Prophet ﷺ said, What have you prepared for it? The man said, Nothing except that I love Allah and His Apostle. The Prophet ﷺ said, You will be with those whom you love. We had never been so glad as we were on hearing that saying of Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, You will be with those whom you love. Therefore, I love the Prophet Abu Bakr and Umar and I hope that I will be with them because of my love for them, though my deeds are not similar to theirs. I hope you took benefit from this podcast, inshallah. Very quickly, the five questions that you will be asked on the Day of Judgment. The first one will be, how one lived on its earth? So, how did you live on earth? What was your purpose in life? Did you spend it messing around or wasting time or did you give time to Allah did you pray to Allah were you sincere in your prayers did you worship Allah and be grateful to him number two how did you spend your youth what sort of activities did you engage in number three is how one earned its wealth so when you earned your wealth was it halal was it from the uh, from halal means and did you also Spend your wealth on other people, which comes to the fourth one. How did you spend your wealth? Did you give it to charity? Did you give some sadaqah every now and then? Or did you just spend it on yourself? Or just think about yourself? Did you give your zakah? And the last one is, when you had knowledge, when you read about something, whether it was from the Quran or the Hadith, or any book that you read with regards to Islam, did you convey that to people? Or did you just keep that to yourself? Did you know the difference between right and wrong? Were you able to distinguish that and also teach other people that as well? So you will be asked about that. It could be anything. It could be a post, it could be a video, it could be a verse from the Qur'an. Whatever you relay that is of importance to someone that could change 
a person's life, uh, don't hesitate. Because whatever you're learning for yourself, whatever you're passing on, you're reminding yourself and you're reminding others. And this is also a form of da'wah. Because remember, on these social platforms or any other means that you use, they aren't just for Muslims. They're for people who aren't on the right path. So it's our responsibility to help them, to remind them, to show them what their true purpose is in life, inshallah. And that way, when we're asked about it, when we're asked that what did you do to help others also, we can sincerely say that we tried. We tried our utmost best to convey the message of Islam and we can save others from the hellfire, inshallah. Reminding our family members also about what is important. So when you pray, make sure that they are reminded to pray also that we have to cover the fard salah and try to do some sunnah prayers as well. And just starting with the basics, as long as you are covering those, and then you could work your way from that, inshallah. May Allah keep us steadfast on our deen. May Allah protect us throughout our lives up until our last breath. May Allah be pleased with us in all our actions and activities that we perform throughout the day. May Allah allow us to reach the Ramadan, which is coming soon, inshallah. May Allah allow us to benefit from each and every day the deeds that come to us as opportunities that we must grab and embrace. Ameen, Ya Rabbi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.